0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of A Star's Born. Part two of the Reese Witherspoon episode. I am out for my morning jaunt. It's 8 a.m. on the dot. It's actually a nice nice morning out here. Uh, Sun's sun's trying to peek out over there. Uh, A little weather update for y'all. I mean, it's cloudy, but it looks like blue skies might be coming, so... Blue skies on the horizon, baby. I'm out here in the gazebo. You know it. You know where I'm at. Um, yeah, this is, like, my new, like... I like. I just like having, having places uh, to come back to, to, like, to walk to, or... Not necessarily, like, hang out at for a long time, but... Just come back to, like, a couple times a week. Maybe, like, 20 minutes or whatever. But, I don't know, there's something about that just it signifies growth to me and it it helps me see like helps me see myself change just having places the same place to come back to over like long periods of time like I'll go back to Denny Park in uh Kirkland over by Lake Washington and I haven't been there for a while so yeah let's just go swim go swim in the lake but I love swimming in uh lakes natural bodies of water rivers I'm not a like, I, I'll swim in a pool, of course, but I'm so much more of a fan of lakes. Like, Snoqualmie Falls back home in, near Bothell, kind of, near Seattle. Um, it's freezing. Just absolutely the coldest water I've ever swam in. But it's because it's right by the mountains, right by um, the old Cascade Mountains over there. But, yes, what did I want to tell you guys before we get into Reese Witherspoon? in some Reese. Reese with a spoon Reese with a spoon I wanted to let you know that oh yes I tried the great value coffee this morning and I remember remember yesterday I was telling you guys how much I hated it. I was like this is disgusting. But I tried it this morning. I put I put less than half as much coffee in, as much coffee grounds in, and um it tasted a lot better. It's actually it's actually pretty good. So <laughs> apologies to great value. Uh especially the coffee department. Uh like it's not I'd say it's not as good as the Don Francisco's. Don Francisco. But it's, it's good though. It's not it's not bad at all. Like yesterday, it was disgusting because I put way too much in. So that I guess that's what you just gotta experiment with it sometimes. You, you gotta be a personal scientist, you know, a Bill Nye just regular guy, Bill Nye regular guy. But yeah, like, cause I looked at it and I was like, this can't be that bad. They must've had focus groups and people that they paid to, ta- like, to taste test this. And like, unless all those people were lying, like this doesn't taste, this couldn't be that bad. So I knew there was something up. I knew I had to had to try it again this morning and I did. And it's actually pretty good. So thumbs up over there. I'd say I'd probably give it like, Eight uh seven point seven out of ten. And I'd give the, I'd give the Don Francisco vanilla nut probably like a eight point eight out of ten, and then I'd give Colombiano, eight point seven, and uh, the other one Hawaiian hazelnut, more like a seven point eight. So <laughs> there's your ratings. There's your coffee rankings for the morning. Man, I'm a coffee fiend. I love, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's cause Maybe it's where I'm from. Maybe it's Seattle. I think it's just in my blood, honestly. <laughs> coffee runs in your blood up here in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, yeah, Seattle's like... We were just talking about it the other day. The coffee capital of the world, baby. Starbucks? Come on now. But seriously, though, I don't like Starbucks now. Because <laughs> they, they're pretty much the reason why the Sonics left. The uh, Starbucks CEO, Howard Schultz, um, the dude who sold the whole, sold the team... To the uh, Oklahoma City businessmen who we knew that they were gonna move it to Oklahoma City, so pretty much sold them down the river. But <laughs> that's Starbucks for right? ya. Yeah. But everyone's in Seattle still loves them. They're oh my gosh, in Seattle, there's like a Starbucks on every block almost. There's there's probably like ten within like each square mile. It's it's really crazy. <laughs> it's weird. And then we were talking about it the other day. They have like undercover Starbucks that don't have the same name but I think they have like the same color scheme, but I don't, I don't know why they put those, they put those undercover ones up just to like trick people into going to Starbucks. It's just for the people, it's people like me. They put those undercover ones up, so the people who have a beef with Starbucks with like, people who don't like big corporations or huge Sonics fans, like myself. Um, yeah, they, <clears throat> I think that's why they do the undercover ones. So that makes sense. And they said they're gonna keep doing those. They're gonna expand the undercover undercover Starbucks. It's like Undercover Brother. That was a great movie. Oh, I have to look that up. But Undercover Brother, it was like early 2000s. I remember my brother, my brother uh, showed it to me. And it probably came out like, it's Eddie Griffin, I believe. It, it came out like 2001 or 2002 or something. But it was so funny. I thought it was a hilarious movie. So we we'll to look at up. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I was saying undercover coffee. Undercover, um, soccer, mo- <laughs> undercover soccer mother. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who drinks? Everyone drinks coffee. Undercover bean lover. Ooh. I like that. Undercover coffee bean lover. Um, okay. What else do I want? Oh, my gosh. So this is something crazy that happened yesterday. Um, not something that happened to me, but something that I saw. I saw on TV when I was uh, at the gym. After I played basketball, I went upstairs and I went to the, to the mats and did some like sit-ups and stuff. And there was a bunch of TVs lined up on the wall. So I was kind of watching the TVs while I was doing sit-ups. And CNN was on one of them. And they just showed this video just this is what they do on the on TV nowadays. Just like on the news, if this is <laughs> that's why I don't watch the news, because you never know what you're gonna see. You're gonna see something horrific that you're gonna like remember like forever. It's gonna scar you. So this is what I saw. This is what uh, I looked up, and CNN showed me. Um, it was this video. This was actually in Washington State. This was here in Washington, in uh Vancouver, down by Portland. So on the other side of the state, but. It was just a video of some high school kids standing on the edge of a bridge like above a river it was 60 feet high so 60 foot high bridge that's really high uh the highest bridge i've ever jumped off the highest height i've ever jumped off into water is 50 it's like 50 feet and i would not do that i don't think i would do that right now like that was back in that was a long time ago that was like five or six years ago so <laughs> I won't do it now I'm I think I'm too scared to do that it's just I don't know I'd have to really get a rush of adrenaline or something but yeah so they showed these kids um these girls were standing on the ledge of the bridge and this girl was deciding if she was going to jump and then the girl just behind her just kind of snuck up and shoved her just a really hard push off the bridge and then this girl went f- like belly flopping like just flate arms flying just belly flopping down (laughs) and yeah and um they were showing the sentencing of the the girl who pushed her and she only got um what she got two days in jail and like some community service so I thought she I honestly thought that girl got off like very like the judge was super lenient with her I thought I thought I don't know that's just like a crazy thing to do to your to your friend they were friends and Oh, this is like a crazy level of uh, betrayal, and um, it was scary. It was, it was like, wow! I can't believe someone could do that. But I, I was thinking, I bet that's one of those things that the girl who pushed her, she probably like, right when she did it. I bet she like instantly, instantly regretted it. Like, like while the girl was still in the air, I bet she was like, oh, what have I, what did I just do? Like, I think. I don't know, because it must have been, like, one of those things where she, like, she just, like, blacked out and just didn't, like, her, she obviously wasn't thinking. She wasn't thinking, like, straight at all. Um, it was a crazy thing. <laughs> it was really it was scary, but I can't believe she only got, like, two days in jail because the girl ended up in the hospital. Um, I didn't see, yeah, I didn't realize that at the moment, but when I, I was showing my roommate later, I was, like, because I was talking to my uh, roommate about it trying to see what he thought. And I don't know, he didn't really have as strong an opinion on it as me. He didn't really care as much, but I, I thought she should have been punished more. I don't know, like, what punishment necessarily, but I don't know. I, it, I'm i sure she, like, regrets it and feels, like, super bad, but it was, like, a really, it was, like, a rough thing. It was a hard thing to watch, but... My roommate, because, like, I was asking my roommate if he would ever forgive his friend for doing that, and I was like... I don't think I would ever like be friends with that person again. I don't think I'd forgive them for for just shoving me off a bridge like when I cuz she wasn't looking. She was completely like not looking, so just not prepared at all to go off, go off the bridge. Just shoved like blindsided. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like I'm not like virtue signaling. I love it when yeah. Um yeah, the virtue signaling thing, but I don't I just don't think that like you don't need friends or you don't need that friend that badly. Like, someone who would do something like that to you. Um, maybe in, like, 20 years or something. Maybe, like, 10 years. Like, a decade down the road. After some time has passed. Um, yeah, I'd probably be able to, like, patch it up in, like, 10, 10 years or so. Have, like, a, grab some coffee. It all comes back to coffee. Go to an undercover Starbucks in Seattle. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my friend was, like, my friend was saying that it depends if if he like how hurt he got if he went to the hospital or my roommate said that um he said if if he didn't go to the hospital if he didn't get hurt then he wouldn't really be he'd forgive his friend he wouldn't really be mad at him I was like okay that's that's like kind of outcome that's like outcome look at it and I think the way I'm looking at is like I don't know is I'm looking at like intent I think like she meant that girl was like I'm gonna shove my, my friend off this bridge but I'm probably talking about it too much. (laughs) I just thought it was like a crazy thing. It's weird how you can be, you can just be at the gym and just look up at the TV and see something like that. Like no warning. They didn't give any like warning or anything. No sign, like we're about to show someone get shoved off a bridge. It was just crazy. But maybe they should have said like a explicit content, um, like a CD parental advisory. But um, it was weird, it was scary what else what else Reese Witherspoon I'm just pacing back and forth here in the gazebo ah it's beautiful out here today a Witherspoon Reese Witherspoon what'd it do Reese Witherspoon I think now is a good time um let's get into this baby let's get into this Reese Witherspoon episode I'm so excited to talk to y'all um thanks for hanging out with me in the gazebo this morning I'm, hope, I'm hoping you're doing great, having a great day right now. And uh, as always, um, enjoy the episode. Um, Reese Witherspoon, one of, <clears throat> let's see, she's, I don't know, she's like not been in that many movies I can really think of. So we'll see. But she's definitely like, I think, I don't know, does my sister like, I feel like my sister was a big fan of Legally Blonde. Um, I think so. Maybe maybe I'm mixing it up, mix her up with uh, Anne Hathaway or something. I think I get, like, Legally Blonde mixed up with The Princess Diaries, like we talked about Anne Hathaway. And then um, The Princess Bride, the 1987 one. The What's he say? Um, inconceivable. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get into um, Reese Witherspoon. Um, enjoy it. Almost heaven. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Hey y'all, me again, coming to you from my apartment. Uh, Now it's 9.44 a.m. But yeah, I was just thinking, Man, yeah, I think I was too mean. I was too mean to that, to that girl that pushed, that pushed your friend off the bridge. Like when I was describing it. So I'm going to put this, I'm going to insert this clip in between the other clips. So it's going to be some time travel some uh podcast time travel or maybe I'll just put it at the end but now I'll just put it chronologically I think but um what was I thinking yeah I was thinking yeah I'm sure when she did it um she probably like envisioned a scenario where her friend just like didn't be- like belly flop and and break all her bones she probably she probably thought like just in her mind I feel like she probably just thought it would like she would just do like a pencil dive and just end up just end up okay and everyone everyone would like laugh and it'd all be okay you know but everything just completely backfired on her but I mean I'm not like excusing it or anything but I I mean we everyone makes mistakes like we all make like maybe not to that degree but <laughs> or maybe different different kinds of mistakes but everyone makes all your your own kinds of mistakes so I think I was just too mean you know I don't want to be a mean person and, I don't want a virtue signal. Like, the most annoying people are, like, uh, yeah, you know. You know. So thank you for listening so much. And um, as always, thanks for sharing. And uh, have a great day. Have a great night. I just wanted to get that. <laughs> it was weird. I don't know. I just wanted to expound on that a little more and just be like, I don't want to, like, write off. You don't write off a person, like, for their whole life. Like, we live in a society where people get, like, second chances. Um, People have done worse stuff, too. There's been... People have done worse stuff and gotten second chances, so... I'm not gonna be... I'm kind of... I'm easing up a little. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to be a little nicer, but... Just look at it from, like, her point of view, you know? She probably thought that her friend was gonna just land in the water just perfectly okay and just everything was gonna work out fine, but it didn't work out that way, so... I guess the lesson is just... You can't predict... The future pretty much you don't know what's gonna happen in life Um, Yeah, we never have like although we we may think that we have like our whole life planned out and like I got the next few months planned out I know exactly what's gonna happen, but you don't even know what's gonna happen today So I think that's a lesson from all that. I think that was a good little good little uh, Dr. Phil chat right there you can't throw a handful of almonds at a, a milk, <laughs> a milk. You can't throw a handful of almonds at a cow and call it almond milk. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, I messed up my own saying. You can't throw a handful of almonds at a cow and call it almond milk. Hmm. That's worse to live by right there. Especially uh, at Trader Joe's. Good almonds, I'm sure, but lots of nuts over there. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, have a great day. I love you. Not saying it was your fault, although you could have done more. Hey, hey, me again. Coming to you, uh, walking up the hill. Just left the gazebo. And it just popped into my mind. I was like, what was the other movie that I get mixed up with? Um, with what's, what's the one? Miss uh, Legally Blonde. And it's um Miss Congeniality. I'm out of breath right now. <laughs> Walking up this geez. Walking up this hill. Yeah, Miss Congeniality, the uh Sandy B, Sandy Bullock. So um, that's the one. I don't think I don't think Princess Diaries. I get Princess Diaries mixed up with Princess Bride. And then I get Miss Congeniality mixed up with uh legally blind. Cause I think they're both like secret agents or something. Something of Wait, legally blonde. I can't remember. We'll see. We'll see. She might be like a lawyer, legally blonde, (laughs) or some sort of like politician, maybe. Miss Congeniality might be a politician. Can't remember exactly. We'll have to, maybe we'll do like a Venn diagram or something. Uh, Haven't done one of those for a while. Been doing a lot of pie graphs. Um, Yeah, just wanted to let you know what was on my mind there. So without further ado, let's get into it. Keep it crispy. Please tell me why. Hey, y'all. Me again. Walking down the hill now. And just walked by a little red cabin looking house. Oh, man. These cars are loud. Yeah. Uh, Just walked by a little. I like it. It was like a little red house. It looked kind of like a. It looked like a Lewis and Clark house or something. Like a little museum. Like somewhere where they keep a bunch of antiques and old memorabilia from the past. But there's a cool little uh, bear sculpture. Like wooden bear carving in their lawn. And uh, it was like a grizzly bear. It got me thinking. Um, what animal would I fight if I had to... If I had... This car, another car driving by now. A Jeep, an old Jeep. Looks probably like a 2001 maybe or something. Um, not a classic Jeep, like one of, a different one. Not the classic looking Jeep. But lots of cars out right now at this time of the morning in Pullman. This is rush hour. This is rush hour for Pullman right now. I've seen so many cars driving. You can hear them. Um, yeah, so it got me thinking. What animal would I fight if I was gonna fight an animal. Um the a bear. You hear about you hear about a bear, a bear fight. And, how you doing? How are you? Good, good. Um yeah, like a bear fight is a scary. That's like a scary thought. Like I've heard um on yeah, that was this guy coming walking into his backyard back there. <laughs> nice looking guy. He looked like Mark Marin. <laughs> that dude looked like Mark Marin back there. But yeah, I was thinking so, I mean, bears obviously one of the last animals you'd ever... I would never want to fight a bear. Like, under any circumstances. I think that might, that might be the last one. Um, hmm. If I had to fight... Like, there has to be a certain size. So, like... What about, like, a bear versus a... Uh, like, a cougar would obviously destroy me. But... I'd rather fight a cougar than a bear, though. But what about, like, a... um. I'm trying to think, like, a fox. I could take a fox. <laughs> that's like a... That's like a dog, I mean. But there's some dogs, though, like... What's... Is it a mastiff? Is the mastiff the dog that looks like a horse? Like, there's one... That seriously... Looks like a... Like a little pony. Like a miniature horse. I've seen just these massive dogs. I think it might be a bull mastiff. A massive mastiff. But... Yeah, so what animals... That's kind of a fun question. What animals would you least want to fight? So I think bear. Oh, shark? What about a shark? That's a whole nother thing. Because being in the water is like... That's a whole nother obstacle just being introduced right there. Um, man, shark. The sharks are like the bears of the water. <laughs> what about whales? Like Do, we- do whales have, like attack people? Like Do they... Do they eat people, or... Like, for some reason, I feel like being eaten by a whale would be, like, more peaceful than being eaten by a shark. You wouldn't, (laughs) there'd be, like, not as much blood. I mean, maybe that's just Finding Nemo. It's weird how, like, when you watch these movies when you are a kid, like, grown up, then you get, what's it called, anthropomorphizing? Is it called, is that what it's called? When people give, you give animals, um, like, human attributes. So we think, like, turtles are chill. Like, find, this Finding Nemo turtles are just super chill and relaxed. They're slow. Uh, we think, like, whales are nice. Shark, remember the sharks are like... Oh, there's a car alarm. You can probably hear that. Uh, sharks are conniving. They're trying to eat you. Um, but, yeah, we get... It's weird. Like, The Jungle Book, you'll see that. Just every... Like, all, like, cartoon movies. they gives these... These human attributes. These animals. I think it's called anthropomorphizing. But... It's weird. And then you... Like, what if... I was just thinking, like... You get teddy bears. When you're a kid... You eat gummy bears. And then you get a teddy bear. Like, as a toy. Like, as a stuffed animal toy. So, you think bears are something that, like... Either that you're gonna eat... Or that you're gonna, like... Hug and cuddle and, like, kiss. Like, this totally... I was just thinking about that the other day, it's like giving, we're, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, we're giving the, the wrong message to the younger generation, I think it's like a dangerous thing, like we're, we're kind of like, I mean I guess you obviously figure out when, when you're older that bears are not something to be joked around with, but like I wonder what time, like how old, <laughs> how old do you have to be to figure out like a bear is like a scary thing, because like think about in the jungle book. Bears are always, like, super cuddly, and... What, what what was his name? Like, Baloo Bear or something? Um, it's the Bear Necessities. It's the Bear Necessities. Yeah, so... That's, that's weird. That's, I'm standing right now in the middle of a football field. Um, it's just a grass field. It's not, like, a real football field. But it's got those really old-school... Um, field goal posts, where... The post just stands up, and then it's... How do you describe it? It's just like two posts standing up instead of the classic field goal post look. It's literally just two posts on the side that stand straight up parallel to each other. So (laughs) it looks like it's from like Leatherheads. It looks like it's from the 19, the aughts, the 19 aughts. But guess see, what animal, what animal would I least wanna fight I think, uh, oh, mountain lions seem super scary. Um, I feel like I could take, like, a coyote. I don't know. They're, they're probably pretty... I hear hyenas are pretty ferocious, too, but... I was just telling you guys I saw that beaver... Um, yeah, it was a beaver. Wait. Was, I can't... I don't know. Was that a beaver or a badger? I think it was a beaver. Yeah, beavers are the one with the huge tails that make the... Make dams. They swim in the water. yeah. I was telling you guys that about um yesterday. I saw a beaver in the river and um I could beat up a beaver. <laughs> I could I could punch a beaver in the face. Um I'd punt it. Just go like just like Jack Black in anchor Anchorman when he punts Baxter off the bridge. Speaking of bridges, <laughs> that's see that even that's more acceptable, punting a dog off a bridge <laughs> versus shoving your friend off a bridge. Oh my gosh. That's a funny that's the underrated part about Anchorman is um, Jack Black's scene when he's riding the motorcycle and he he crashes and does Ron Burgundy make him crash and he's super mad. It's a funny, funny little scene there. Yes, um, see other animals, other animals like an elephant, like a rhino. What about like a like that's a scary, a scary thought, like a rhinoceros, like the big ones that run fast. Like wires are fast, but I'm sure they'd rip you up too, but like a rhino. Rhinos are huge. They're fast, and they have like horns. They'll just tear you up. Or like a hippo. Like hippos like get like stealthy in the water. If you're ever swimming, just hey, there's a frisbee on the ground over here. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna pick it up and throw it. It's a frisbee with a it says Whammo Whammo frisbee. And it's white and it has a picture of a bulldog on it. I'm about to throw it. Oh, oh, that was a terrible throw. I, that, that went straight straight down to... Probably went like 40 feet, though. But it rolled pretty far. Um, not good there. Uh, now I'm kind of just walking around. I'm at Krugel Park. It's kind of... It's just right up the hill from my apartment. Just walk around this baseball field here. It's got a few... Some metal bleachers. It's a tiny baseball field. Like, this is like 200 feet max. But... Oh, the the outfield fence is a perfect height for robbing home runs that's one of my favorite things in sports in all of sports is when people rob home runs like oh my gosh that one where uh jay Buner, i'm up with oh do you guys hear that that was me that was me bumping against the fence and i was holding my hand up and pretending i was robbing a home run um oh my gosh that one with jay Buner. When Jay Beener robbed a home run and he dove over the fence. He he just literally launched himself over the fence and caught it. And he held the ball up. He held the ball up f- like above the fence. <laughs> and it was the most it was the most legendary thing. Oh my gosh. I love Jay Buner. Jay Beener is such an underrated Mares player. I'm throwing the frisbee. Oh, that was a this is a terrible frisbee. I'm blaming I'm blaming the frisbee. It's it's like hollow and hollowed out and weak. But um Jay Buhner, he's like a, a Mariners fan favorite. The fans love him. During a fan appreciation day, what's it called? It's like, I think there's a special thing called like Buhner, or there used to be a thing called Buhner Buzz Day. And, and he would just show up in the middle of the day and just, whoever wanted to get a haircut to get a buzz cut, like, because Jay Buhner has a, a bald head, a bald buzz cut, like Vin Diesel or The Rock, like it's in style nowadays all the like all the action stars nowadays. Um but yeah, he would shave whoever's head whoever wanted. Just if you wanted to get your head shaved by Jay Buner, just come come to Fan Appreciation Day. It's like Bu Buner Buzz Day, but that's such a I love it. That's such a cool way to like include the fans. Like I always like it when when sports organizations come up with like fun and creative ways to to make their fans like participate like help people like I'm just looking I'm a little distracted right now because I'm looking across the street and there's one of those uh miniature libraries you know the libraries on the corners that take a book leave a book that's like the first one I've seen in Pullman so <laughs> just completely distracted right there um yeah I love it when organizations come up with fun ways to include their fans but like sometimes it backfires like what was that when they did It was like a dime beer night. This was this was a famous one. They made a movie about it. Um well, it's not it's not a well-known movie, but it stars who's in? I think it's Brian Posehn. I think I'm um, no, it's either I get um Brian Posehn and Kyle Canain mixed up. Like for some reason. They don't really look that much alike, but their names are kind of similar. <laughs> I they kind of do look they're the same, like... They're both redheads, I think. But, um... Brian Posehn and Kyle Kinane. Yeah, it's Kyle Kinane. I don't know. It might be... Either one. One of those guys is in this movie called, um... Or maybe both. Maybe both are in it. Called, uh, Uncle Nick. And it's... It's a really... It's like a funny... It's a dark comedy. It's a really dark comedy. And, um... I like how they... They format the movie. It's really interesting. Because... They format it after... Um, that that dime beer night at the Cleveland it was a Cleveland Indians game in like the 1970s (laughs) there was a riot they did a dime beer night I think it was a dime which is like ridiculous maybe it was a quarter but even if it was a quarter that's ridiculous (laughs) even in like 1977 um dang there's a bunch of that's terrible there's just a bunch of dog poop on this baseball field who just lets their dog poop on a baseball field And then leaves in the outfield Just like right in the middle of the outfield That's disgusting Um Yes they formatted The movie Uncle Nick After the The Dime Beer Night Or d- Corey Beer Night or whatever So like they started in the first inning Like they showed like They reenacted it They drunk history it. So they did a reenactment of the whole Like all nine innings And they spliced out like each inning was like 10 minutes So then I guess it was 90 minutes um, So then they like show a little clip from the, from the reenactment And then they'd go back to the movie And um, they escalated at the same time That's what's interesting about it Because the riot was like Once everyone got drunk obviously So the riot was probably The 7th inning or the 8th inning Everyone was real nice and like Lathered up And that's right when the movie started to Like at its peak of excitement right there at like the three quarters mark or whatever where movies usually um i can't think of the word for it but the proper writerly word for it but it's when the plot thickens it's like when the plot hits us hits its most exciting point um but yeah that's really good i recommend it i think it's on netflix you might be able to add to your old netflix queue but um now i'm throwing the frisbee now i'm I'm just lofting it. That's how you do it. I just lofted it, and just it's just floating now. So, <laughs> letting you guys know, my frisbee tossing. I'm out here just throwing the frisbee to myself like a like a lonely dog. <laughs> just tossing the frisbee to myself. If dogs could throw frisbees to themselves, they would. They would just be out there in the backyard. Just seriously, if dogs. Oh, speaking of animals that. This is a funny, spacey thought. <laughs> speaking of animals that could like. Kill, like could kill you. Imagine if dogs could like stand up. <laughs> what if dogs? No. What if they could use their, their two front paws as hands? Like think of like a like a bull mastiff. Like I was describing earlier, that dog is like hundred fifty pounds, and if it stood up, it'd be like seven feet tall or something. Like that's like a It'd be like a sasquatch like attacking you. Like it would it easily could just kill you in an instant. So, um, yeah, we should probably be thankful that, (laughs) it's just a weird, a weird thought, but yeah, be thankful that dogs don't, um, maul us. I mean, they could probably could anyway if they wanted, but now I'm walking out to the pitcher's mound. I want to see how far this is. Um, what was I just saying? I was talking about Uncle Nick, talking about, oh yeah, when, dude, I just, oh, dude, dude, I just threw a frisbee toss from the pitcher's mound and... I would have definitely hit the batter in the head if it was a tall person. Um, yeah, what would? What's another fun way that that sports teams include their um, their their organizations? Like, I imagine, I don't know, like things like letting them walk on the field and meet the players and go to signings and fan fest. Oh my gosh, I remember going to the Mariners fan fest back in two thousand one. When we hosted the All-Star Game I think it was Yeah, this was 2001 This was the season that The Mariners tied the uh, Record for most wins in the season 116 wins And then we Then we got bounced in the playoffs Well, I think I don't think we even made We might have got bounced in the first round there But, um Yeah, it was disappointing But what was I just saying? Oh yeah, they, ho- they hosted the Fan Fest And we got to I went to that with my dad Because my dad actually worked the All-Star Game which kind of... That's kind of cool. Like, looking back at it, he he definitely uh, took advantage of, like, his, his MLB fandom. Like, they came to... Oh, I just threw a pitch. That would have gone behind the batter right there. A right-hand batter. But, um, they came to his town. Like, they brought the All-Star Game to my dad's town, and then he worked for it. Like, that's pretty cool. He got, like, a cool little, like, fleece. Or, like, one of those, um manager jackets you know like the baseball jackets that are really crinkly he got one of those that said like mariners all-star game 2001 but what was so cool about that about going to the fan fest was that i got to with my brother and probably like my brother and my sister we all announced the uh, edgar the edgar double and i think we got to do some other big plays like, it was just basically big plays in Mariners history. And we got to announce over them. Like, do the voiceover. So, the the double, obviously, in 1995. I mean, that's the most famous. That's the most famous play in Mariners history, for sure. When, down the left field line, and then junior round's third. And, yep, it's all it's history from that moment. But I'm throwing a pitch right now. Ooh, that was a terrible pitch. Um, Yeah, what's another cool way that... I'm trying to think, like unique ways cuz it's I like it when they tie in like the local the local flavor. Um hmm, what we'll to think about? It. Like Rocky. Like what if what if uh in Philadelphia like Bryce Harper runs the he runs the stairs with the fans. Like he runs the Rocky stairs. Like that'd be a fun little that'd be a fun little promotion. Like they could raise so much money. Just think about it. like pay um 10 dollars like $10 a charity to charity to run the rocky stairs with Bryce Harper like that's a great I think that's a good idea I think that's a marketing idea right there hit me up if you're um if you work for the Phillies if you're Bryce Harper listening right now uh, if you want to do that um hit me on Twitter Chris the author 8 <laughs> you know what it is and um I think that's a good idea like that's just one that came to mind but it includes like this the, his, like, the history of the city I like how I like how a movie is just, like, the history of a city. Especially a city like Philadelphia that has, like, so much, like, real history. Like, they have, like, oh, my gosh. Philadelphia has a great, his, like, historical... Like, I went to... When I was there for the East Coast baseball trip... Ooh, that was not a bad pitch. That would have just hit the batter in the ankle when I threw that Frisbee. But I was in Philadelphia with my um, dad and cousin and uncle for the East Coast baseball trip, way back almost 11 years ago now, in July of 2008. So we went to New York, Philly, uh, Baltimore, and then D.C., but we didn't go to the national stadium, though, but that's where my uncle and cousin lived, is in Virginia, right outside D.C. But um, yeah, we went to Philly, and we went to the, what's it called, Declaration Hall, where they signed the... No Independence Hall, that's where they signed the Declaration of Independence. That was really cool. That was awesome. And like walking on the cobblestone, I loved walking on the cobblestone. I'm sure it'd be a lot different now though if I went, because I'm sure we'd probably go to some some beer some beer places, um, some breweries, because Philly's, I think Philly's a pretty big drinking town. (laughs) Based on my experience watching, it's always fun. uh, It's always funny and. Philadelphia, um, but yeah, we what else did we go? Oh, we went to the Liberty Bell. We got we went to see the old crack in the Liberty Bell, which was awesome. But Philly's a cool, it's a cool town. And then it was uh, Christmas in July when we were at the game, so I got a green, a bright green Cole Hamels uh, t-shirt jersey. I love a good t-shirt jersey, and it was like Christmas themed. That was a pretty cool one. I like that. I wore that one for years. Um, yeah, I was, what was I I saying? (laughs) I was saying Bryce Harper, run the, uh, run the Rocky Stairs for charity. That's a great idea. Like, that could be, that could be like a three hour, just a three hour event on like an off day or whatever. Or just like, like, they kind of missed their opportunity. They should have done it already. They should have, maybe they'll do it after season or we'll see. (laughs) I think it's a good idea. Um, what would be another one? Like hang out with uh hang out with Tom Brady. That's what I thought for like a Red Sox. <laughs> it just all comes back to Tom Brady in Boston. He's like the biggest celebrity in that town. So like if you're doing a Red Sox fan appreciation day, like the ultimate treat for them would just be if if Tom Brady was there. I mean it's fun <laughs> and he has nothing to do with the Red Sox, but like maybe go by go um go shopping for Uggs with Tom Brady. Go go, go to, like, an Ugg factory. And just... You get to pick out, like... One pair of Uggs for... For, like, donating money to charity. Like, there you go. (laughs) An Ugg factory. Uh, With Tom Brady. I bet Tom Brady... That's probably what he calls, like... His house. He's like... This is what I call the Ugg factory. (laughs) Welcome to my lair. Welcome to my Ugg factory. This is where... This is where I make... I make love. (laughs) I make mirth here. Um... Yeah, what am I even... I want to think of one more good one. Ooh, Chicago. You could... You could, um... Dance in a parade. You interrupt a parade. Uh, like crash a parade like, um... Ferris Bueller. So for, like, the Cubs or the White Sox... They would, um... They could probably sing a more updated version than the Beatles. Oh, I just threw a... Ooh, that would have hit the batter in the head right there. Um... Yeah, they... Because they, they did Twist and Shout... I'll shake it up, baby, now shake it up, baby. Twist and shout, twist and shout. Oh, come on, come on, come on, baby, now shake it up, baby. Ah, ah, ah. Shake it up, baby, now shake it up, baby. Twist and shout, twist and shout. I love that. I love that movie. That's my favorite movie of all time, um, you know that if you listen to the podcast. So, but <laughs> love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, yeah, you could just do, just invade a parade. That's the Chicago Fan Appreciation Day. You, get, you kind of set up. It's stealthy. You don't even, you don't even prepare it with the, with the parade. It's like a legit, a legit crashing of the parade. <laughs> you just go on one of the floats. It's kind of like wedding crashers meets the 4th of july you know i think wedding crashers actually was on the 4th of july <laughs> i think there wasn't it on the 4th of july in that movie but <laughs> i don't remember it's been a while since i saw it all i know is crab cakes and football baby maryland baby crab cakes and football um yeah that so yeah maybe for baltimore you go crabbing that's what you would do if you were if you were with the ravens um doing a Charity event for them just go out on a little boat in Baltimore. What's called the inner harbor, right? That's what I think that's what the harbor in Baltimore is called and um Yeah, you go out get some crabs That'd be fun, but you could only that would not include as many people that'd be like a lot more exclusive (laughs) unless it was like a like some billionaires yacht or something, but Man, I've gone all over the place. I feel like we've been I've been everywhere man. I've been everywhere. Feel like, we've had a journey on this this morning. It's been good talk, good talking to y'all. Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you about Reese Poo, Reese with a spoon. You know what it do, Reese with a spoon, Reese with a spoon. Um, let's just without further ado, let's uh stop putting this thing off. I think now is a good time to get into it, yeah, buddy. She's a good girl. She's crazy about Elvis. Hey y'all, me again walking down the hill and looking at my apartment, looking at Washington State University as a whole right now actually. I can see the whole everything. see the clock tower, the the power plant to left. you got you got the uh, cultural building ahead. you got some cars coming. Cars coming each way. You got giant, huge pickup truck right there. <laughs> I'm looking right now at a, the garden. I told you guys about the garden on the on the roof. Um yeah, I love a good a good roof garden. But yeah, thanks for listening. This is gonna be part two, so that's what I want to mention. I wanna say this will be I'm on the move now. This is gonna be part two of the Reese Poo. With their spoon um, episode. So, yeah, make sure to check out my books on Amazon, Kindle. Uh, go to ChristaAuthor.com, uh, Twitter, ChristaAuthor8, Instagram, ChrisArneson8. Uh, and thank you so much for share share sharing the podcast with uh, everyone you know. And we're building, we're expanding this galaxy, this milky way of starfishes. Uh, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And I just realized. I could go a different way with that I don't have to call it uh we don't have to go space related we don't have to think Neil degrasse we could think Neil de beach (laughs) oh Neil de sand um we could go we could go like the beach we're expanding the uh now I'm just walking through some high weeds walking over to the river where I saw this badger maybe I'll run into a badger back here and I'll I'll get a punt in the river um, No, we could call y'all The beach Maybe a beach of starfishes I kind of, I like that Hmm, maybe I'll have to Throw a Twitter poll up or something um, The beach Do we want to go water related for, for starfishes or should we go Space related, so we could go beach or Milky Way, um, we'll have to think about that But for now, speaking of water I'm standing right by this river I if you could hear it in the background it's actually moving pretty fast, but I've had a nice morning It's really nice out here this morning just not not cold at all like the temperature's perfect the sun's out it's beautiful um yeah this this river's moving though it's, it's a little river it's moving um Thank you so much for listening and uh thank you for sharing thank you for doing for being you doing what you do um i'm so I'm so happy that that y'all are listening and supporting and we're doing this. We're doing it big. I'm having so much fun doing it. I got so much material, so much content. I like it when people say, uh, they're content creators. It's like a funny, it's a funny term for, for like art. Cause it's just, it's just downgrades. It, it's a way to like downgrade the stuff you're making. I think content, like very unspecific. What does that even mean? You're making content. <laughs> it's like, are you making videos? Are you making a, uh, audio podcasts are you writing are you writing books are you writing a blog are you, what do you mean content <laughs> like anything could be content you could be tweeting like content can just be tweets like it's it's very uh it could be Instagram you could just be posting pictures so I don't know content's very that's like a buzzword nowadays it's one of those it's one of those words that actually uh the definition changed in like the dictionary I'm sure I'm sure someone contacted Merriam-Webster and uh, in Oxford let them know th- what the new meaning of content is but I wonder if I think GIF like I think GIF and meme are in the dictionary now like those new words that didn't exist five years ago but man it's just weird things, things be changing things could be changing and I don't know how I'm going through changes now it's just begun under a purple sun There's many things we are what we become I'm going through changes I'm oh, ripping out pages I'm going through changes now Yeah I'm feel I'm feeling good right now feeling good this morning I hope hope y'all are feeling as good as me I think man I th- these like when it when you feel good like I think it comes from within I think it just starts with, like, a some sort of positive attitude, like, some sort of light within yourself that just wants to be, like... That's what I feel like. when It sounds so cheesy. This... I don't know. Like, true things do sound cheesy, though. That's a that's the point. Um, I think ch- cheesy is just another word for true. But I feel like I got... Like, when I want to write and I want to make podcasts and I want to just keep creating content, I just have this, like, burning... I mean, I've heard it described by people. People have described, like, like, it's almost like a fire or, like, a light. I have, like, a, there's, like, a light bulb. It's, like, a Thomas Edison. Uh, speaking of Thomas Edison, my roommate was telling me how, I think Drunk History talked about this, actually. They actually did an episode on this. Thomas Edison, uh, like, stole Nikola Tesla. He stole, like, his ideas, basically. So, I think, I think he was saying Nikola Tesla is a guy who, who actually invented the light bulb. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we we'll have to look in that. But I don't know. Drunk history. I'm sure it's like <laughs> it's obviously it's people know about. It, but everyone just thinks that's one of those things, like the Christopher Columbus thing. The same thing. Thomas Edison's on the Christopher Columbus level, where people just have reverence for that name. Like they just recognize it as it's a famous name. and It's identified with one thing, like the light bulb. Thomas Edison, light bulb. Christopher Columbus, America. Michael Jordan Basketball But Michael Jordan's not in the same category As those guys Cause Cause these guys like Like Christopher Columbus And Thomas Edison I guess both turned out to be like Like scandalous. Like they got their They're like not They didn't get their successes Like honestly I should say Like Michael Jordan's obviously like He is The best player of all time Unless you think uh, LeBron is <laughs> Unless you're a LeBron supporter um, I think I don't know, coming back to that LeBron-Michael Jordan debate, I still think LeBron's better, but it kind of depends how you judge better. Like, What do you mean, better? Do you mean who would win in a one-on-one matchup? Because I think LeBron would win. Who's won more championships? MJ has six, and he never lost in the finals. And LeBron's lost, what, four times in the finals? Um, But yeah. it's, it's, It's like apples and oranges. That's why I'm... I mean, not necessarily apples and oranges, but... It's like comparing red delicious apples to, to some other, to like apple juice. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> it's like comparing apples to apple juice. I'd call LeBron, LeBron's like apple juice. That's like the, it's the more modern version. The juice, he juiced him. He juiced MJ. <laughs> but MJ's like the, the real, like the original. The, just the raw, un, uncut, unedited, just the, the apple. Um Hmm Yes, what was I saying? I was saying Yeah, just The thing about like Wanting to make like Make content As they call it Be creative Is It's not about like I don't know It's about just Wanting to share my ideas With people And Wanting to put Wanting to um, To like let people know like Just like a peek behind the curtain I guess Like a breaking of the fourth wall Like of life <laughs> It's weird Like I just feel like I've, I've become much more, like, of a relaxed person, like, much more, like, comfortable with myself, like, with who I am, um, since I became, like, since, like, 2016, like, since I became an artiste, an artiste, as they call them, but, yeah, I'm sure you love listening to people talk about how, it's, like, blowhardy, (laughs) how, how artsy they are, but, I don't know, I just love, I've always loved, like, books and, like art and like movies and I could say like movies and TV. That's like art, of course. Um everything's art. Everything you create that's that's not everything that you create that you aren't paid to create is art. <laughs> even but even stuff that you are paid to create is obviously art too. But I would just I don't know, I would honestly define what's the definition of art? I would say it's anything that you make that you put your personal like stamp of approval. Like you put, you put some sort of like spin on it that makes it, makes it like stand out of the crowd. Makes it, like a little different, like unique. Like even, like even in school, when we had to write like essays and stuff, I, that's still like considered art. Like writing, I would always consider like writing is like a high form of art. Like even like academic writing. So, you are too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Just art's like a weird word. It's a word that I think people, it makes people turn away. They don't like it. Like, there's something about it. It's been, it's been bastardized. It's, it's, uh, changed. Like, art used to just mean, like, I used to think art, like, literal painting. Like, pictures. Like, drawing. That's art. Or maybe, uh, like a sculpture, maybe. Oh, there goes a airplane going above head. I if you can hear that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, funny, it's a funny conversation. It's a funny topic. So, I've had so much. I've had a blast. I'm having a blast doing it. Um, this is so much fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, have a great day. Have, have a great night. And um, as always, I love you. I've had my run. Baby, I'm done. I gotta go home.